0: Howl at the Moon, it's the Digital Wolf Podcast with Jessica, Shelby, and Paul. Now to kick off this episode,
1: here's Paul. Thank you to the Chameleon's Closet for sponsoring this episode. Shop local at 917 East 9th Street in Rochester, Indiana. They have something for all shades of life. This podcast is sponsored by WROI 92.1 Giant FM. This episode features Pat Brown of Fulton County Hope speaking with Digital Wolf Podcast about the community art project in the stigma of dealing with the effects of substance abuse and mental health issues. And now we hand it over to Jessica, the reigns over, and lead us through this wonderful podcast. All right. Thank you, Paul. And welcome, Pat. Thank you. Um, So we had Pat featured in um, Digital Wolf magazine in the second edition called Breaking the Barrier, and it was all about mental health and substance use, but we also featured um the community art project and so that's Mm -hmm. what we're going to be talking about today and how that incorporates Mm -hmm. mental health and substance use so if you want to kind of explain what the community art project is in general
0: okay first it isn't my idea i'm i'm not that smart but i know a lot of really smart people there's a group on the east coast called safeproject.us and they are specifically focused on solving the opioid crisis or addressing the opioid epidemic they have tons of resources and toolbooks and I've gotten to be friends with half their staff and one of the efforts that they have seen succeed in larger communities than ours is a community art project now It Succeeds for a couple reasons one we're addressing stigma because stigma is more responsible for the death than I think the the mental health and substance use issues Uh, Stigma causes people not to ask for help. It causes people to Perpetuate bad habits it causes people to do self-harm. So the community art project came as a uh, kind of just a open emotional appeal from somebody who was artistic and suffering and this person in their community kind of lashed out through visual medium, uh, creating all kinds of different works and found that all of a sudden people were talking to this individual differently because they were coming up and discussing the art and the expression and the understanding that, that the visual could convey. And my favorite part is it, it, it touches the brain in a different way. Now, you're not somebody who made horrible decisions and you're a moral failure. You have a story to tell. And humans live for stories. So that's where the thing began. Um, from there, it's gone into a few communities. We're the smallest community that the Safe Project U.S. is aware of to try and start it. But I don't care. Um, everybody's from somewhere. So I have such high hopes because your network and the the artist community around here. Um, I think we even shared, I even have a, a, and this came from my side, but uh, we have an artist who works in welding and metals. He couldn't be more excited that maybe he could weld something that was somebody's expression of their experience. So um, I think we just, I think we have the opportunity to have something really special. Uh, I've talked to the Indiana Art, well, Newfields. uh, I've talked to the Fort Wayne Museum of Art. I've talked to a couple of the galleries at Purdue. And they've all said, as soon as this is, Somewhere public let us know because this from an artist perspective is a fascinating thing to try Uh, From a human aspect all I want to do is have people talk to people. I don't want people to talk down I don't want people to ignore Um, It hasn't worked. We've tried it for 50 years. We've tried it for longer than 50 years. It's a bad way to go But we're stupid Uh, in our habits this is a way to reach into a bad cycle and break the cycle and turn it from judgment and stigma to conversation and understanding.
1: Well said. Um, yeah, there are a couple people who have shared their stories with us already, mm-hmm. and one project is in the works of being done soon. Yeah. And it's been really neat to see who's all reached out about Mm -hmm. helping and volunteering Mm -hmm. as artists. Some of them struggle themselves and even want to do their own stories and that's I think that's definitely like you said just getting the conversation started and reaching out.
0: And the people in the recovery community and I'm at Celebrate Recovery most weeks uh, talking to people who are doing great and they're living a better life and they're, they're stretching from where they were to where they want to be and it's if you ever have a bad day go to Celebrate Recovery and just see what love and joy looks like because these people realize they have an opportunity in life now to, to feel good, uh, to feel good about themselves. But I have no idea what my point was that I was going to make, but it was something to do with, with the expressionism, the, the ability to have understanding because the people I know, and I've had people in, uh, sadly, uh, the week of Christmas this year, my coworker who was in the office next to me, her son died Mm -hmm. from an overdose. Um, so I've had experience of loss in my family uh, with friends, coworkers. It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody who claims that, well, nobody in my family, they're lying. They're lying to themselves. They're lying to others. It's everywhere. It's on every street. Um, so this project can hopefully make it a human problem, not a those people problem.
1: Right. And like you're saying, like the stigma of people just feeling down about, you know, making the decisions because sometimes it's out of their control and being able to just share with others. Like this is how I'm feeling. And there are more people feeling the same way. Just each person has their own individual story. You can find out uh, more about Celebrate Recovery on our website. We have Mm -hmm. a list of the different ones around Fulton County, the times they have dinners and there's free child care. Yeah. There's stuff for everybody there, not just substance use.
0: Right. We have people at Celebrate Recovery who are there because they're going through a divorce or a breakup. We have people there who, um, they're just depressed. They just can't find a solution to their depression. And, boy, for me personally, you know, February is the darkest, longest month of the year. Um, so it's just a place where you can come. It's called Hurts, Hang-Ups, and Habits. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a group for everybody in there, are people who will listen and who will love you unconditionally uh, from the start. I'll share too much, and I don't want this to sound judgy, but I grew up in the, in the churches in Fulton County and really felt like I was part of the fabric of what it meant to be part of a church until we had real trouble in our lives and we realized that no, no, a lot of those churches are kind of country club-ish. Um, but when you go to Celebrate Recovery, what I see personally is the true expression of the love that Christ expressed for all of us and the, the the actions he asked us to take. Uh, don't throw the first stone. Don't worry about the speck in your brother's eye. Worry about the plank in your own. Mm-hmm. Give to everyone who asks and give joyfully. Uh, you know, so many lessons are brought to life at Celebrate that it it, it really is inspirational for me.
1: How can um, somebody get involved in or we can, I guess we can both share that. (laughs) How someone can get involved um, as a volunteer or to share their story. Um, You can contact us at Digital Wolf. Um, You can contact myself, Jessica. Um, I'm helping Pat with this project. And we have all kinds of, yeah.
0: You can can contact Fulton County Hope uh, and our website, fchope.org. You can call me directly, and my number's been in the newspaper a lot, so I'll share it here again. 260-417-1071, I'll say that again, 417-1071, you can call or text, Um, get a hold of Jessica, you can email me at brown619 at iCloud, and we'll put these in the show notes for you, Uh, brown619 at iCloud.com, so reach out any way you can, and we will find a way uh, to help you express yourself.
1: Yeah, so if you can sculpt, paint, write, dance, sing, or whatever, um, we can definitely use your help. And if your medium is digital art, video, photography, or something completely unique, we will be willing to accommodate your vision if you're willing to share it. Sure. Is there anything else you wanted to share about?
0: One of the things that I've heard from more than one person with lived experience is, well, I don't really think I have a story. I don't. I'm not sure I'm that interesting. I'm not sure I could explain. Well. That's what the artist community will do. They'll interpret. They're going to sit mm-hmm. down. You're going to have coffee. You're going to have lunch. You're going to go for a walk, wherever you're comfortable, with your artist. And just the artist is going to ask you a few questions. They're not going to ask you you know, to bury your soul if you're uncomfortable. But the artist is going to find the story within you from simple conversation And the artist will help bring that story to life. You don't have to come with a fully formed, no, no, I want this to be at this angle and I want this red to be a little deeper red. (laughs) You don't have to do that. You just have to be honest with an artist uh, who then is going to take their skills and mastery at storytelling and and they're going to bring to life a version of your story that that hopefully is impactful.
1: Right, because each person that's involved has volunteered to Mm -hmm. do this and they're passionate about what these people are going through, yeah. so they're going to really sit down and listen to you and care about what you're saying. Yeah. Yep. So I'd like to read just a couple um, quotes that we put in the magazine from Safe Project. Um, they allowed us to put this in here. So the addiction epidemic is clouded by stigma and misinformation and lack of knowledge that prevents those with substance use disorders from receiving help. The Be Safe campaign is taking on these issues by providing resources and spreading awareness through a nationwide informational campaign to educate America on all issues in the addiction epidemic. And Fulton County Hope is really similar to that as well. If you want to explain more about what Fulton County Hope is and your um, involvement and lead to the group.
0: Sure. Fulton County Hope was founded not to provide services. Fulton County Hope was founded to solve a problem of resource finding. There are... Dozens maybe more of different service providers in Fulton County, but so many of them operate within this office these days a week or this church these hours per week or this group, but only they only meet every other month. Um, so there was no central repository where people could go to look for help with food with rent, with mental health issues, with substance use issues. So Fulton County hope is uh, our work is to simply be the place you can look to find resources that will help you. We're not replicating, we're not competing, uh, we're simply helping Wayfind.
1: So where do you see um, the projects that are gonna be created around here? Where do you see them going? What kind of displays mm-hmm. do you picture or envisioning? Right,
0: first will be the library because they're a willing partner and a library is is and should be the center of a community. It's, it's a free place where you can share knowledge, where you can share expressions, thoughts and ideas. And our library is really excited to be a venue for us to display these works. From there, I mentioned that we had talked to a few other, or I've talked to a few other museums and galleries around the state. They're really interested in seeing how this project works out and extending beyond Fulton County to... Uh, to have exhibits and installations in, in different parts of the state. Uh, I think the schools are going to be an important part. When I was a kid in school, and I'm 55 years old when this is being recorded, when I was a kid in school, I kid you not, drug education was a three-fold pamphlet that said, Johnny does drugs, Johnny got arrested, Johnny's bad. I mean, that's really how they treated kids.
1: Mm.
0: Kids deserve a lot more respect than that. Um, so putting art in front of the kids and letting them think through it. A lot of them are living through it. Right now in Indiana, there are 44,000 children in foster care as a result of substance use and mental health issues. So it's not like the kids aren't really involved. It's it's an epidemic. Um, it's just as bad as it can be. We need to give kids an opportunity um, to, to experience and, and try and gain some understanding, but also share what their experience is. If mom gets arrested and the cops are in the house, you know, till four in the morning, paying attention during Mrs. Smith's third hour English class really isn't a high priority in that child's life. And we need to understand that. So I have high hopes. Um, I really do. The brain works differently when you're passing information versus when you're consuming art Uh, Mm -hmm. it tickles different neurons and and different uh, parts of the brain so uh, I really hope that we can we can build a lot of understanding and from their support
1: all right well thank you so much for sharing and joining us Um, and thanks for
0: the work you're doing and being willing to lead this
1: I'm very happy to be involved I appreciate the opportunity Um, so let's be the voice start the conversation and educate each other to create a network of support thank you thank you all right. Thanks, Jessica. Thank you, Pat. Look forward to the next episode of Digital Wolf Podcast as well as the next issue of Digital Wolf Magazine.
0: Oh! Keep howling at the moon. This has been the Digital Wolf Podcast. Stay tuned for another episode and be sure to pick up the latest edition of
1: Digital Wolf Magazine online at digitalwolfmag.com.